This is the C's Get Degrees podcast, where our motto is to work smarter, not harder. We deliver helpful tips backed by personal student experiences on doing less, but achieving more in college. This podcast is brought to you by COM210 in partnership with Anchor. From the top of the Bentley University Library, we would like to introduce our host, Nick O'Connell. Hello, and welcome to today's edition of the C's Get Degrees podcast. I'm Nick O'Connell, and today's episode is titled, Why Your College GPA Doesn't Matter. And as we do on most of our episodes, we've decided to bring on a guest who claims that this theory is true. Our guest, Rithika Rajiv, is a junior student at Bentley University and has some valuable stories, perspectives, and experiences about how your GPA doesn't tell the whole story. So without further ado, let's get this episode started. Rithika, want to say hello to the listeners? Thanks, Nick, for the introduction. Happy to be here. Hi, everyone. My name is Rithika Rajiv, and like Nick said, I'm a junior at Bentley University. So, Rithika... I'm just going to flat out ask what probably a lot of our listeners are thinking to themselves right now. Does your college GPA really not matter post-college? Well, Nick, from personal experience and research, I can tell you that employers care more for your personality and experience than a number on your transcript. Oh yeah? Tell me more. So like I said, I'm a college student at Bentley, and I'm going to be honest, my GPA is pretty trash. Yet, I've secured some pretty impressive internships. For example, I recently got offered an internship at Deloitte. When I was initially interviewing, I remember being super anxious that that they would bring up my GPA. However, they didn't even mention anything about my GPA. Okay, well, first off, congratulations. That's actually pretty impressive. But can you give us some more insight on how you managed to do that with, in your words, a trash GPA? Well, it's like I was saying earlier, recruiters want to know a candidate, but you're on the surface level and your previous work experience paints a much better picture of what you're capable of. And I mean, think about it. If your GPA mattered so much, why would they bring you in for an interview? Now, Rithika, if I, along with our listeners, are hearing you correctly, you're claiming that your GPA is just a number on a document and who you are is more substantial. I mean, all of our college listeners right now are probably stunned right now. Do you have any actual evidence of this theory being proven? Actually, yes. And this goes beyond my personal experience. An article from the U.S. News revealed the majority of hiring authorities are satisfied with your achievement of a college degree. Many successful entrepreneurs didn't even complete college or did not enjoy or excel at learning in classroom environment. Think about it. Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Facebook, Jack Dorsey of Twitter, and Larry Ellison of Oracle all did not finish college, and they're all insanely successful. That's a good point. When I think of it that way, it does make more sense. I guess your intelligence and work ethic isn't really evinced by your GPA. Right? There's no evidence of correlation between an individual's IQ and GPA. And your work ethic could be better shown through other components in your resume. For example, maybe you're involved in on-campus clubs, sports, or work. These other time commitments tend to degrade one's GPA, but they shouldn't be omitted from the picture. So, can you prove this somehow? 
It's a fact, according to Business Insiders, the average millionaire's college GB was just a 2.9. Whoa, 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 whoa. A, a 2.9? Like, just a 2.9? Yes, a 2.9. Uh, that's definitely not as high as I would have expected. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because they had other time commitments. It does not indicate how hardworking they are. Okay, got it. I'm understanding you clearly now. Besides time commitments, what other factors might negatively affect one's GPA? I'm glad you asked. The school that a student attends can have a huge impact. You could work really hard and deserve an A, but not receive one due to grade deflation, especially at top-notch schools. According to an article published by Boston University, in the spring of 2004, the Princeton faculty adopted a new grading policy targeting a cap of 35% A grades in undergraduate courses. Wow, so there are people whose quality of work is A worthy, but they are giving Bs because of some rule? Yes, exactly. I've heard this firsthand from my close childhood friend studying at BU. She will spend long hours producing quality work and her teachers will refuse her an A, explicitly because another student's work was slightly better. It's a system based on subjective ranking, and her GPA is not indicative of her work ethic and capabilities. Interesting. So you're saying there's no universal grading structure among schools? No, no, no. There's not even a universal grading structure among classes. Even if you and your friend are both taking the same course with the same number, Let's say it's effective speaking, yet different professors. You could end up with wildly different final grades simply because of the teacher. This could be due to them assigning different projects, harder tests, or them just being more lenient individuals. Professors have different grading styles, so classes can be tougher or easier simply based on the professor. Rithika, that seems a little unfair. It is. A hardworking student with a tough professor often will receive a worse grade than an average student with a lenient professor. So one's GPA can really be swung by many factors? That's correct. A student's circumstances can have a direct impact on their GPA, and employers should judge a person, not their environment. Students are more than just a number. GPA does not tell the whole story. So, Rithika, I'm not sure if you've listened to other episodes of the Seize to Get Degree podcast, but what we try and typically do with each episode is end with type of guiding message for our listeners, provide them with what's in it for them. Our subscribers are loyal, and they invest their time and energy into us each week, so we always want to give back to them and help them. And so with that being said, what's the key takeaway here for our listeners? If I have to offer one piece of advice, here's what I'd say. College students should stress less about their grades, and recruiters should recognize the value of a person outside their grade point average to ensure that they hire the best talent. Well, Rithika, really, thanks for coming along, and thanks for providing our listeners with some guidance around how to survive college. Thank you for having me here. So to conclude this episode of the C's Get Degrees podcast, we wanted to end with this message. Employers should not, and actually a lot of the time, don't value GPA above the rest of one's resume. The intangible factors are the things they are actually looking for. But just to be clear, we aren't saying that GPA doesn't matter entirely. 
just that it shouldn't be prioritized over other components in one's resume. Those are the things that matter. Thank you for listening to the C's Get Degrees podcast. We hope that you enjoyed our episode today on why college GPA does not matter. Our team and subscribers would like to thank Rithika on being an honest and helpful guest. We would also like to thank Anchor, Professor Medin, and Bentley University for services provided. We hope to see you next time on the C's Get Degrees podcast. And remember, work smarter, not harder.